Join the conversation now on the WVMT Morning Drive with Kurt and Anthony. 888-414-0303. Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here. Let's give them something to talk about. How about love? All right, we are back, and it's Thea Lewis with us. And good morning, Thea. Good morning. I always love hearing you sing, Kurt. You do? I do, absolutely. Well, you are in the distinct minority. Now, I gotta, anytime somebody sings, you know, and, and joyfully like that, I mean, you obviously, it doesn't matter really what your, whether your skill level is. Oh, uh, thank you know, God the, for that. The, whether your skill level is the, the voice or, you know, uh, American Idol, it, it's joyful, you know? Well, so you, I think it's fun. You might have to talk to my wife because whenever we're in the car and we're playing music, <laughs> I sing along because I know the words, of, as Anthony always points out, I know the words of almost 70, 70s, 80s, oh, and a lot of 90s songs. So when they're playing in the car, I'm always singing, and I'm not sure my wife enjoys it as much as... <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of uh, uh, my granddaughter. I've got uh, a couple, uh, grandchildren from one family. Uh, the girl is 18, and the boy is 12. My my grandson, Andre, who's a singer in the area and has busked on Church Street, and he's constantly singing in the car, often 70s and 80s songs. And she, uh, at one point, uh, I said, hey, we're going to go get ice cream. And she said, I will only come if there's no singing. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll both start singing. I will only come if there's no singing. So, yeah. Oh, anyway. man. Now, uh, I have to, we're going to talk about an event that's coming up. But uh, first, um, how are the book sales going? Because I want to tell you that I contributed because I bought my wife the, the book uh, at the bookstore for Christmas. True crime stories and of Burlington, Vermont. And we really Vermont. enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm so glad. Yeah, um, the book ha- the book was sold like people still use the term gangbusters. Sold like gangbusters. Um, it was a- so much fun to go to readings and signings and talk to people and have them remember some of the crimes in the book and tell me about other crimes that I should have included. I mean, you, you got to face it looking at the news. There is a, lately a new crime in Vermont that is worthy of a book every single day. I so. think you're going to have material to write a new book in the next year or two. I, there's a bunch of unsolved ones right now. I think, I don't know. I hope they get solved. I, I don't said know. that when you walked in the studio, I'm like, my God, more content yeah. every day. Yeah, I'm going to be 99 and still once upon a time on the waterfront, and you know, it's or, going to be or down in Castleton, by yeah. Castleton down in Castleton, yeah, Any, on a wooded path up in the kingdom. There was the, you yeah. know, it's a, yeah, it's everywhere, and it's unfortunate. And uh, a lot of people, I've seen, you know, you have to stop sometimes looking at the comments online. But a lot of people are saying this isn't Vermont, this isn't Vermont. But if you look at my book. It is. <laughs> it's, it's always happened. It it's Vermont. Been. It's yeah. Vermont. It happens in every state. But yes, thank you, everyone out there who so many people have come up to me, uh, as Kurt did, and said, I bought the book for, you know, or I got the book for Christmas. I bought my wife the book for Christmas. I got my mom the book for Christmas. So thank you all. Thank you all. It's wonderful. It's great. It's doing great. And I think there's a connect. What I like about it is the connection. You know, you can... You, you can read your book and then be driving around town going, hey, I know what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's like with the ghost tours. I mean, people say, uh, you know, I've had people comment um, in reviews about the ghost tours. One woman said, I've lived in Burlington 30 years. I had no idea these things happened here. And I also did not know there were so many alleys in the city of Burlington. Because <laughs> we, we go through a lot of alleys. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's, I think it's great. Well, I, I thought of you yesterday. I, I had to go to T-Rugs in the, the cemetery. 
cemetery across the street, which I oh, park next to. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, there's that cemetery that Theus talks about all that's, the time. Yeah, that cemetery has got so many great old, uh, you know, sort of statesmen uh, and women of Burlington. Um, it's funny about that. When I was writing my book, Lakeview Cemetery in Burlington, Vermont, I was really searching through newspapers and things to look for the women who were noteworthy because it's an unfortunate thing about history because men were the people who were allowed to really do things and be yep. productive you don't always find the women right away but i managed to so yeah yeah but that lakeview cemetery is quite the cemetery oh it's one of the most beautiful cemeteries i've ever set foot in so, everybody i mean people toward the end of it get a lake view they get a lake view yeah, yeah. i mean particularly um you know that cemetery was um created uh, largely due to louisa howard and her brother john purple howard donated the land donated the chapel and louisa howard a lot of people might not know um was very involved in the home for destitute children and so they've got like a front row seat to the lake those poor little kids with their tiny little headstones they are there uh right at the overlook at the cemetery and i uh i'll sometimes go into the cemetery whether i'm doing research or not i'll pick up a little something to eat and just go and sit in my car or get outside and um, and and just think about things and look at the lake. A lot of people don't know, unless they've read my book, that that is actually classified as a city park. And back in the 1800s and early 1900s, people would go to Lakeview Cemetery and spread out a picnic lunch on Sundays after they'd gone and done their worshiping and their weekly work was done and gossip with their neighbors. So Really? Right fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> At the cemetery. I never would think to do that in a cemetery. I'd be too spooked. It's no. a great cemetery. So beautiful. Oh, it is. Yeah. Such an incredible variety of trees. Have we run out of space in that cemetery? Nope, not yet. Oh, okay. That's not good. yet. Kurt's just checking. <laughs> my, it's it's not my wish to be interred. And when I tell my husband this, he says, well, "Are you sure you wouldn't want to be in Lakeview Cemetery? Like you know, a little a little carving of a lantern?" Or and I was like, "I don't I don't know." Not, and it, it sounds it sounds way out of my league. But anyway. So uh, so uh, Valentine's Day next Wednesday. Yeah. And you have a big event coming up even regard to Valentine's Day. That's right. The 13th. 13s are kind of lucky numbers for me. My husband's born on a 13. We got you and married Taylor on Swift. A 13. Me and Ta so Taylor Swift. I yeah. 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 Well, she's another another thing kind of out of my league. That's but her anyway. favorite number, 13. 13. Mm -hmm. It's a great number. Mm -hmm. And uh, so on the 13th at Three Needs Tap Room on Pearl Street in Burlington, I've got an event that's going to be happening that is called My Psychic Valentine. And <laughs> Uh, it may sound it may sound mysterious and serious. It's going to be that, but it's going to be also a lot of fun. I'm going to be teaching people the art of charm casting, which is kind of a, a future casting or fortune telling, if you will, with a um, a kind of a diagram. And these, when you say charm casting, you think of someone casting some kind of spell. But this yeah, is that's what I was thinking. Yeah, this is putting charms and dice and small mementos in your hand and. Uh, asking a question or making a wish and throwing them out on this mat, seeing where they land and oh. kind of figuring out exactly what's going to be going on with you. It's a little like tarot card reading and I'll be doing a little bit of that too that oh, night. Oh, cool. I like that. Uh, but uh, it's a little like tarot card reading, but it's easier and you don't have as many yeah. images to remember. Yeah, I, I like that, that idea a lot. Huh? Uh, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Hi, I have a question for Sia and the question is, do you ever find infamous people that have uh, perpetrated murders in the cemetery? And uh, do you have any wish 
to uh, do any type of book or to uh, say anything about that. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you for your great book. And just one more question. Is Kurt Street in the new North End haunted? I heard that in your book there was a hammer and screwdriver murder there, but those are my two questions. Oh, okay. On Kurt Street. On Vine Street? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't associate that with Kurt, but I'm going to be watching him closely now. I don't know how long he's lived there. Um, as far as the murders in cemeteries, it's interesting. Um, I... Uh, there was a woman who came to town, uh, her name is Christine, and she wrote a book, very popular, one of the best sellers for my friends Phoenix Books last year, um, about the, um, uh, about the orphanage on North Avenue. And, um, that, uh, an interview that I had with, that she actually did with me, uh, it seemed like she was very interested in crimes that may have been perpetrated in the cemetery because of things that had happened at the orphanage. And I have to say, embarrassingly, I haven't picked up her book yet because I've been so busy, but I'm hoping to read that and see whether any of the leads that she had um, about what she thought may or may not have occurred in the cemetery had actually had actually panned out. But yeah, really great. Uh, that would be if you could find a book that was all murders and mayhem in cemeteries. Yeah, I think that would be a fun book. Uh, I'll have to put you that in You think it my, would be fun? Yes. I think it would be, be fun. fun to read. <laughs> it would be fun to read and fun to write. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just going to take a quick two-minute break, and we're talking to Thea Lewis. The local people about local issues every day. The Morning Drive with Kurt and Anthony on FM 96.3 and AM 620 WVMT. Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here on this Thursday, and uh, Thea Lewis is with us. And uh, Thea, we got a couple things, but tell us again about the big event. What's going to go on at the uh, on the day before Valentine's Day on the thirteenth? So on the thirteenth, we figured it would just be a great Valentine's Day warm up, or it would be a great event for people for whom Valentine's Day is not going to be the focus. Um, you know, I, I had one line that I think I posted on Facebook. Um, you know, whether you're madly in love or just want to love the one you, <laughs> the one you're with, you're going to come to this event and yeah. just have some fun. And this is for friends or lovers. Um, we're going to have a wonderful time. Doors are at 6.30 and we are going to have this sweet and savory buffet. It's a cash bar and people are going to be able to come in and chat with me. We're going to do some of the charm casting and I'll make sure that they are uh, when I make sure that they're set with that and and class is dis- dismissed for that I'll be telling some stories for everyone we'll just be enjoying the buffet and uh, there'll be music um, nice. and we'll just have a great time that sounds like a great event yeah well, well I wanted to um, I don't know if any if uh, either of you have been to the Frank Lloyd Wright room at uh, three needs where this this is a 21 plus event but this is going to be a private party in the frank lloyd wright room it's a room where my husband roger and i actually um set our wedding vows a beautifully designed space and so we're just uh we just wanted to we were able to secure the room we just wanted to have a nice party nice so, yeah. i have been in three needs a number it's been a while but that's in the back of the it's yeah. in the back yep. yeah. yeah it's the room I, in the back i have seen mm-hmm. it yep yeah and you know three needs um used to be uh, people will remember who are listening deja vu cafe yeah. and so uh great care and attention to detail was taken in 
crafting that space. That building is is spectacular inside. It is. It it's really also is. very haunted. That'll probably end up okay. on a tour someday, so Ooh. I won't say too much more about that. It is. We're talking yeah. with Thea, Lu- Thea Lewis, uh, and if you have a question for Thea, give us a call on the McKenzie Country Class- Classic Hotline, 888-414-0303. Uh, Thea, can you... Would you be able to tell us one of the little stories you're going to do, or is that not allowed? That you? Oh, well, you know, uh, I'm going to be telling a variety of stories. One of the stories I'm going to be telling, because it's Valentine's Day and I want to talk about love and relationships, is a story that some people have found in my book about a young woman named Beatrice Heed, uh, whose husband was so jealous of her that he actually became a stalker to her back in the 1930s. And so Beatrice Heed was a young woman who garnered quite a bit of public uh, public sympathy after something her husband did on Church Street in Burlington um, in a building that uh, used to be right there where the um, Homeport place is now. Oh, yeah. So, mm. um, so Beatrice Heed, uh, as I said, garnered a lot of public sympathy for what happened there uh, in that place on Church Street. But later on in Beatrice's life, we discover that she was not all she seemed, <laughs> or maybe was even, or maybe it was even more what she seemed. So Did that'll he, be one he, of the stories. In I'll other be telling. words, he had reason to be jealous. He had reason to be jealous, absolutely. Oh my! And wow. uh, and so the story as it unfolded, this is one of those stories that I found the original story of what happened between Beatrice and her husband. And then as I went digging through the old Burlington Daily newspapers and Burlington Free Press. I saw that Beatrice was not exactly the innocent flower that people might have presumed at the time. <laughs> I think that's a lot of fun. So you start with, uh, and then you just kind of go through the, the the history of the papers chronologically, and oh, there's 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 Beatrice again. Oh, look at that. Well, what's Beatrice up to now? There's Beatrice, and she, and she pops back up again later, and yeah. she pops back up. I bet that's a ball when you when you find a nugget like that. And I have found so many stories that are stories that stand alone. Um, there, there's a woman um, I write about in the book um, called Miss May B. M-A-Y, and her last name is B, like a bumblebee. And she was such a character on Battery Street back, uh, you know, back in the day that um, the, she was on the radar of the local police every other week because she was a, a kind of a, a person who would... Um, you know, get into fights with her neighbors and they could never catch her though. Cause she ran so fast. The police would follow, <laughs> they would be running after her and she would run down the waterfront. And uh, they said that she could hightail it like a deer. So that was a story that I found looking at another story. All of a sudden I see this headline about this woman, Miss May B. Uh, and, uh, and, and I'm thinking, what the heck is going on here? And then uh, you find out that the entire her entire family had issues. It was uh, <laughs> as is often the case. <laughs> I, I love know. these stories, and people are going to learn how to forecast the future. They'll learn how to. So yes, they're, um, I'm going to be uh, telling stories of love, some modern, some historic, and they'll learn to forecast the future. We, um, you know, we thought about it, and we had such a great time last fall. Of course, you know, I had employees um, who were guides who people loved for the first time ever in uh, in Queen City Ghost Walks history. So my husband and I were talking about what we might do for Valentine's Day, and we got so excited about doing something on the 13th that we're actually, we've scheduled tours in April, too. Nice. I was going to ask you about that because two months from today, right, April 8th. That's right. Is the big eclipse in which every hotel room in Burlington and in the area is sold out for that day. And has been for a while. Yeah, Mm. and you've got the Our Path of Ghostiality Pre-eclipse tours. The path of ghostality. We thought oh, that we would... I said, what did I say? Oh, ghostiality. I said ghost. It's a little like bestiality. Ghost. Don't was, go there. <laughs> <laughs> cut, 
hurt. You can't take him anywhere, yeah. oh. I'm telling you. Um, he anyway. has to ruin everything. That's why we can't have anything nice. Well, you didn't sing it, so no one will complain. Anyway. So I tell us it. about those tours. The Path of Ghostality. We are doing three different nights, the 5th, 6th, and 7th uh, of April. And we just thought, you know, I had some people um, who were saying, oh, we've got folks who are coming in from out of town to stay mm-hmm. with us so that we can all watch the eclipse together. And you got to figure, what are these people going to be doing while they're here? And there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. But we just, uh, we would have a serious case of FOMO. You know what FOMO is, Kurt? FOMO. FOMO. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fear of missing out. Oh, fear of missing out. (laughs) We we would, Queen City Ghost Walk would have a serious case of FOMO if we didn't join in the fun. So the 5th, 6th, and 7th at 7 p.m., we are going to be doing tours in downtown Burlington. And we haven't figured out our themes each night, but there will be themes. So folks out there have people coming in from out of town or uh or if you haven't been on a ghost walk a lot of people still tell me it's been over 20 years oh gee i've got to go on one of those ghost walks yeah now's the time yeah what a perfect time to do it as as that eclipse is coming in the cosmic vibes the cosmic Mm -hmm. vibes are going to be um what from what i've read and the research i've done uh the time ramping up to an eclipse and the eclipse itself of course but we won't be touring while that's going on i've heard that a lot of the area schools are even going to be getting out early that's what i heard too yeah yeah because there's a bunch of events and and it's it's happening three thirty in the afternoon. Yes, yeah, it's going to be in the mid afternoon. Mm-hmm. So so um, that cosmic energy is going to really ramp up and make all of the paranormal energy even greater. So we figured, why not take advantage of that too? So if you've got relatives, <sighs> friends coming in town to see the eclipse, there's going to be it's going to be crazy. Um, what if if somebody wants to book? Can they book something now? Because if they you, can might book get, something might get now. Sold out later, right? They're all up on the schedule now. Yeah, don't let them get sold out. We do we do have limited space on those three ghost tours, and um, and they're up. And we you know just want to let people know that um, we've had people that uh, I was telling Kurt uh, when we were when we were taking a break that I often follow uh, Burlington Reddit, and people are asking on Burlington Reddit. I've got folks coming in from out of town. Um, what you know, what are we going to do with them? You yeah. know, and we, we want to be able to show them a good time. We want to really show them a side of Burlington that is that is cool. And so I am suggesting, <laughs> I'm suggesting you bring your folks on a ghost tour. There I think it's a go. great idea. And yeah. and the whole idea, the cosmic energy, and uh, <sighs> it's going to, I mean, uh, it's going to be a little can be a little freaky all those sold out hotels um all the new people coming to the area there's gotta be there's gonna be a party atmosphere in the days leading up to this event and so this gives people a chance to you know kind of focus their energies go downtown you can uh, because we have a 7 p.m tour you can eat beforehand and go on a ghost tour or you can go on a ghost tour and eat afterward perfect and especially since when they talk about one of you want to show them a good time. There's no more Vinny's hotspot. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, Ghost no. Ghost Tour is a much better, uh, that's going to be a family-friendly event. It's wholesome. It's Vinny's, wholesome. oh my yeah. gosh, you're really pulling. I, I haven't thought of Vinny's hotspot in quite a long I time. Know, I know. Yeah. Now, um, okay, so again, how do they, if they want to sign up early? So you, if you want to attend the um, My Psychic Valentine with me and just uh, generally uh, pal around with me, listen to some stories, eat some great food, learn how to charm cast and have a good time, uh, whether you want to do that or whether you're saying, I've got to get in touch with my friends and relatives and 
get myself on a ghost tour. It's at Seven Days Tickets. So if you go to Seven Days Tickets, look in the search bar, type in My Psychic Valentine, or type in The Path of Ghostality, and you're going to get there. Not ghostiality. It's, ghostality. No, not ghostiality. And, uh, <laughs> and don't wait, because it's probably going to sell out at some point. Yeah, you know, um, our tours last year, it's always, it's always sad for me, because people are so busy in October, I know, and they forget our tours start in August and they go through the end of October. And this year we're even going into November with some uh, Day of the Dead happenings. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, people will call that last week and they'll say, I really want to come to your ghost tour and I can only come Thursday night or I can only come Friday night. And by that time, we've pushed our we've pushed our maximum and pushed our maximum. And we just have to say, you know, for the safety of our guides and our guests and getting people crossing streets we just can't do anymore yeah and i always feel bad but yeah so don't don't wait don't be like me don't procrastinate (laughs) there we go get it done get her done sign up that's right all Uh, right thea lewis we always love when thea's on the show i love being here it's so much fun thanks for having me thanks for coming in we're going to take a quick break and